OK? Is he, is Mr. Sound OK? Does it sound OK? Yeah, yeah. All right. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, so what? Uh, how long has it been? Six, seven months? Yeah, yeah, six, seven months. Oh, so, yeah. For it's a been a while. Time, we're back on. We're back on finally. Yeah, it's been a long break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to be the first one. Uh, yeah. Thank I mean, you. I just met you, when was it? Like three months? What? When did I actually meet you in March? Uh, it's, it's been a while. Six, uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And it's... um. It's so nice that even though I met you such a short time and we've got this relationship. Absolutely. Where I you just come for a podcast without even any bother. So I really appreciate you coming. I appreciate the invite. Honestly. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so do you want to, should we start with um, the, like the content that you used to post out? Yeah. Um, do you want to yeah. go into that? Uh, yeah. yeah. With? Um, so this red pill MGTOW uh, thing started um, uh, trending back in 2019 and um, it was booming. It was uh, everywhere, and it was actually needed because the way the social media was headed mm, back yeah. then was just like uh, dancing girls everywhere. Uh, you just uh, sc- start scrolling. You could uh, not even like like it or watch it, but it would just be forced on your feed on TikTok, Instagram. So that's why I think um, a few creators started this red pill thing, and it was needed back then. And uh, it uh, and uh, yeah, after. Uh, I think it was 2020 when I realized like there was no uh, content in Hindi. So th- that's when I first uh, started uploading uh, it, uh, but not really um, with my face on. It's just like uh, behind the scenes, um, yeah. just the voiceovers in Hindi. And it took off because uh, Indian men needed that and needed to hear something like that. And um, because of such a uh, vast yeah. majority of um, people are uh, like not educated in English. Mm-hmm. So I think it was uh, welcomed. And I think in 100 videos I've posted, it gained about 150,000 views uh, in a few months' time. Okay. And uh, so it, it was a clear sign that men needed mm-hmm. something harsh and a reality check. They needed to hear that. So for, to begin with, for people that don't know, like what exactly is this red pill mentality or way of thinking? So basically, it's um, what I focus on was MGTOW, men going their own way. That's what it um, stands for. So because of high divorce rates and over 80% of divorces being initiated by women and any uh, court cases, legal actions being um, uh, which start end up being favored in women's way, uh, men losing everything and uh, like... Uh, the studies show men suicide rates are like three times, four times high because of uh, all this uh, drama uh, and favorism towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, men end up with nothing. So marriage was absolutely um, um, not beneficial for men at all. Like they were not getting anything out of it. They were losing money. Uh, and uh, towards the end, if something doesn't work out, is the w- woman... Uh, who's like writing, uh, signing off the divorce papers first and just um, getting out. And in the end, men lose more than 50% of their assets and stuff. Uh, so um, seeing a few of my uh, friends and stuff uh, deal with all that, and uh, that's what made me uh, create uh, start creating this content. But as I grew older, uh, I realized that I've been a bit too harsh 
uh, it's been with the bad women. It's mm-hmm. like it's also the responsibility of men uh, who need to be very strict in terms of picking who their partners are. Mm-hmm. Uh, good women are super rare these days, and hence what the downfall of marriage. Uh, that's why it's happening. Uh, why do you think that is? Why do you think it's it's a lot harder now to find uh, a woman that is, you know, with all the like required characteristics that men or good men are looking for these days? Uh, just one answer, man. That's the feminism. It's all the fault <laughs> of feminism, to be honest. And um, yeah, it's uh, the 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 founder of feminism were men believe it or not uh, why it was because uh before in like traditional families man was working uh, the wife stayed home uh, took care of the kids and the house and um but there was just one taxpayer do you see this one taxpayer per home and um that's not beneficial for the government and they were like oh how do we um uh, increase the number from one to two or maybe three taxpayers per household mm-hmm. get the women uh, to start working and that's where feminism started you know it's like oh uh, women you're oppressing at home you you can do so much more you can uh, go work uh, earn as much as your husband you could be independent you don't need to listen you don't need to stay at home but uh, yeah and then that's how it uh, ended up and guess what 100 years later divorce rates are high children are out on the street because their moms don't want to stay in um suicide rates of men are high because the wives uh, are like not not like listening or not being compliant the their marriages are a wreck so it's uh, is it's, it's been quite sad there's also the right to vote um a lot of politicians benefit from the fact that more women can now vote and it's easy to kind of manipulate them to vote to the left and side absolutely yeah so that was also a benefit towards uh I'm assuming men create that as well at the time same with feminism um it's so interesting now uh, before even the car manufacturers you know the the people that bought the cars were men now you get yes. twice the same population of females buying the cars and all the stock for all the manufacturers in US the vol skyrocketed because the population has doubled um because as, if a man needs a car a woman needs a car as well absolutely um that's double tax double insurance um double fuel yeah and um so what is the solution um how do you battle that how would you suggest a good solution to kind of maybe not spending as much even though they advertise you to get each person to get a car each person to get a house all that well um educating mm-hmm. um the woman as well as a man i think that's where you start off with it's like um i think i feel like we are at the other end of the circle now because the feminism what it has created for the past 100 years women who of this the new generation they have seen their mothers their grandmothers struggle with broken marriages broken homes they are actually reverting back to the traditional values so if you uh, i don't know if you have noticed but the traditional uh, housewife um the traditional yeah. family um content is very high now because women are reverting back they are like they've realized that I've seen my mom struggle uh, with some multiple marriages. I've seen my grandma uh, struggle and uh, hence and I've my dads and moms uh, uncles and aunts they, they are like um, mentally uh, traumatized as well because of uh, them being raised in broken uh, yeah. families and all that and uh, 
So they're re realizing this on their own, but it's it would be good uh, to um, the, the content like these to educate uh, people even more, the men, men included, that you don't need uh, uh, two people working. Men and women are equally um, uh, different, but equally as beautiful. And they have yeah. their own purpose, their own st standards. And uh, my religion, Islam, um, sets it so um, um, straightforward. And uh, like the the standard of a woman is so high. Like it's like they have been given the status of a queen from like a birthright. Their status is a queen. It's like you don't need to work. You will have like a man to serve you. Literally, yeah, and uh, like that's the status. But the, now the government and the propaganda is like, no, 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 come down from that queen position. Like you need to work, be a slave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just. It's basically like a queen becoming a slave. You know. Yeah. It's uh, when their birthright is uh, to be provided for because mm -hmm. they are so valued and yeah. honored, but uh, women don't realize their value anymore. Uh, I like the saying that men have to build their value. Mm -hmm. women have to have to preserve their value so uh, that's how it is Very true yeah you also mentioned um when a woman starts working it costs the household a hundred thousand pounds yes something like that uh because the cost of childcare and all yes that. yeah 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 um like if you uh, there was a study that uh if you calculate how much a housewife is worth it could be as well as if she's worth hundred thousand uh, dollars pounds a year because she's saving money in your takeaway food and uh, childcare nanny and uh, like um, taking care like cleaning of the house the dishes and yeah. all that adds up to thousands of pounds uh, doesn't it 100 percent. so well, i think obviously with that it's, you can you think you can think of it both ways because um both people are working in the same household. There's money coming in. Yeah, there's if you have your parents and stuff that are helping you look after the child. Yeah, like obviously, there's you know two arguments to the spectrum. Absolutely, and no, I I agree. Like um, if you can manage um uh, um like they're like my parents, the grandparents are able to help out, and like the woman is just sitting free. Uh, have like is like helped around the house a lot. And uh, I say, why not? Uh, I don't. I, I never say like, oh, uh, you're a woman, just stay at home. That's 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 wrong. If she has the time, she can uh, go uh, contribute to the world outside. That's fine, but not at the expense of like her family. Yeah. If she if she can manage everything and go out, I say do it. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. But I think it's setting your priorities right. Yes, exactly. Um, so in my family, uh, the women I know, in my, uh, like my aunts, my mom and all that, uh, they stayed at home while the kids were young. Mm -hmm. Once the uh, kids grew up and they left the home for uni to pursue universities, jobs and all that, um, that's when they actually started uh, getting into their careers, so right. starting their own businesses. Um, a few of my aunts who are doctors, they became GPs and all that became proper into the careers because women have like a short span of uh, their fertility time to raise their kids yeah. and all that um, but again the government doesn't want them to waste time because they have like this tw until 20 till 35 this 15 year span in which they can be they're healthy to uh, yeah, yeah. to um, have, have kids, kids yeah. but and after after 35 um, and maybe even after 40 when the kids are like all grown up 10 years old 15 years old they can they have time to get into workforce mm -hmm. 
but um, they don't, don't the government doesn't want that these these elites don't want that they want the women to start working as soon as they turn 15 16 yeah what what do you think uh, motivates a man to work and um keep working it's uh, d- this uh, inner um urge to pro- the the feeling to provide for his uh, mom dad wife kids is the it's, it's a manly feeling only men can understand it's a uh, well like andrew tate says in order to protect for his family like a like men will charge towards uh, firing machine guns mm-hmm. like imagine that imagine how men wire yeah, yeah. Uh, brains are wired you know it's like uh, like thousands of years ago men were charging at like firing yeah. machine guns like they knew they were going to die but but just because in their hearts they knew like if i put my life in there there's a possibility my family mm-hmm. back home could be safe could be uh, protected from these enemies mm-hmm. i'm going to lay out my life um so men are amazing uh, <laughs> to be honest it's, it's so do you think it's something encoded in our like dna um because of our ancestors the way they lived and then throughout time you know it's just something that's kind of within us that's just kind of unlocked the older you get yeah absolutely it was always in us um uh, this uh, uh capability of uh, and the passion for providing and protecting it was it has always been from the start of mankind um it it, it was given uh, as our right to protect and provide while the women nurture and care and uh, yeah that's all there is to say about it it's very straightforward they just made it very complicated these days it's everything so mixed oh it's not as straightforward as uh, i could do this i could do that but coming to the base the foundation is very straightforward to be honest and um yeah that's all there is to say what do you think so let's if you could name three things uh that a guy can start doing or should be doing in order to increase their value as a man um yeah. what would you say they are uh working out that that's that's number one number one is working out staying fit uh your value as a man is uh your fitness because if you're too too lazy uh if you can't defend yourself you can't like uh in a threat situation if you can't even like protect yourself you're just like too scared uh, you're the first to run away there there are videos uh, like that you know uh of like like man walking with his wife like a uh, robber pulls up the man is the first to turn away run run away Mm-hmm. it's uh so definitely fitness first and second i would say is knowledge um 99% of uh, people just stop their education as soon as they finish school uh which isn't right um keep educating yourself with the books and uh, get rid of the, your ego learn from other people around uh, people are egoistic men are egoistic there's like oh no i know what i'm doing even though they don't yeah. organs yeah uh, have have like enough um uh, be enough uh, humble enough to be like okay this guy knows what he's doing uh, i need to learn and uh, and yeah uh, read books uh, follow good uh, inspiring inspiring uh, men uh, so many around so many around um and number 3 would be uh, learning from your mistakes i would say it's uh, like uh, again men's ego are, is like a, like a very uh, bad thing uh, it could 
I've, I've, in my own family, I've seen um, men who would make mistakes but n- would never admit it. Own up to it, yeah. N- never own up to it. They are like, uh, oh, it's just bad luck. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing again, uh, hoping for a different result. But it doesn't happen, you see. Uh, ha- having the humbleness to accept your mistakes um, and just go forward, I would, I would say these three things would make a better man, definitely. What What do you think, because uh, I mentioned earlier about what motivates a man, what do you think motivates a, a woman from your perspective? Hmm. That, that, that's a good question, you know. Um, I would Obviously, s- we can only speak from a guy's point of view. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I think I'm just getting to the the gender differences of actually what motivates each gender to do what they want to do in life. Uh, have you heard of the term baby fever? Women get. Yeah, so it's like the how if they don't have a baby, yeah, catch up in the way they have to actually kind of. Yeah, they, they get like super uh, crazy, uh, and they get this. Uh, uh, I think after like uh, age of twenty five, uh, they get this periods of baby fever where mm-hmm. the woman is craving a, uh, a child and mm-hmm. she's like, oh my goodness, uh, oh, I don't have a partner. I don't have uh, this. I'm busy with my career. But um, she sees babies everywhere and um, it upsets her. She wants one of her own. So mm-hmm. I-, I would say uh, what motivates a woman is like having a family. Even though they denied, these women denied all they want, but in the end, they crave like a strong husband yeah. and like a family of their own, kids of, of her own. And again, I believe that's from ancestors, um, from seeing their grandparents and the mothers. I mean, you can deny all you want, but the fact that you're alive is because your mother had a child, my mother had me. Absolutely. Um, and one thing you can't do is like, you can't forget history, I believe. You can't forget your ancestors. That's rule number one in life. Um, sometimes as well, like Warren Buffett says, that you know, the biggest stock guy, he says you can only know the future if you know the past. You can only predict the future if you know the past. Absolutely. Um, uh- uh, yeah. Um, th- also, one thing which uh, is which has been trending, like, oh, don't worry about your past, forget your past. But past makes you. Mm-hmm. You can't just um, go around denying and just uh, ignoring your past because, like I said, uh, if you make mistakes, you need to learn from your mistakes. You need to learn from your past. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to ask you, uh, what motivates you? Because I know it's about male, it's about female. What <laughs> motivates you specifically? Um, specifically, I think um, I've like I, I was raised in Saudi Arabia. It's um, where like um, immigrants weren't as respected. I've seen my uncles and my dad struggle there. Um, they have put in hour, like years, decades um, in building. Um, the, the country uh, helping them build the country and they have been in good positions but ne- never really got the respect they needed because uh, honestly they're very hard working they deserve so much more so much more respect but yeah it's unfortunate that immigrants are not really respected over there uh, so I wanted to get out of there uh, come to the west and, and that's the first thing uh, which I've noticed is like the respect people get over here um, even like and the let's say the smallest job yeah, that person would be equally respected as a higher up compared mm-hmm. to a higher up um and that, that's what my my motivation was like to get out of there uh, get out of um, and come into like a 
like a um, good first world country establish myself here and um, yeah uh, and my parents who have struggled put so much money and wanted to make myself something here so yeah. i could uh, repay is that cause if you have children for example you want to show them as a man that has been respected here do you feel like when you're a kid you saw your parents being disrespected you don't want that to happen for your, for yourself basically yes 100% and the thing is um if you get too comfortable wherever you are you will be disrespected by people around you if you just get into like this uh hole of comfort mm-hmm. and you stop um uh, struggling and trying to get out of that bubble and like it just you don't even your wife won't respect you in the end like as a man you need to keep moving up uh try to even if you're stuck somewhere it's like the effort of trying to get out of there mm-hmm. trying to do something new uh try to learn something new yeah um try to do something like even if it's the same job try to do something better try to do try to be better that the constant effort is very important as a man uh you see uh, because uh, you hear women complaining the wives complaining that oh uh, he's just too lazy mm-hmm. he he isn't as same anymore because when they first meet the guys like oh i'm passionate about this these are my yeah, hobbies yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and afterwards once he gets a woman they're like too comfortable yes and that can cost a relationship to be honest yeah since we're on the topic if you if a couple if a married couple do get to a point where the women stop respecting the man yeah what do you think can be done at that point so can anything be done uh yeah uh, absolutely so in my religion islam um divorce is the last thing you should do that's the like it is allowed but it was the last thing to be allowed uh, it's very um um hated thing um so if you can make it work you you need to make it work so as a man if your woman is uh not um interested anymore is uh, like disobedient and stuff it it is mostly likely because of the man itself uh, yeah. which has caused it yeah of course um it, yeah, to, and like let's say if there at that point he needs to realize that it's him which has caused it it's 19% of the time is is a guy mm-hmm. who has let the relationship down so uh making sure yeah uh, he gets back up stop being lazy uh hits the gym if uh, show off few of his gains uh to his wife and all that um st- start working more be more passionate be be just like even somewhat close to what he was when they first met like um how he impressed her uh like oh these are my hobbies these are my passion i want to mm-hmm. be this be that so even like 10% of that would uh revive that relationship but i'm not saying 100% because women some women are really bad very toxic yeah. so it depends on the woman but in uh, majority of the cases it's the man uh, who gets lazy because and personal story um i i felt my motivations uh, crash as soon as i got married mm-hmm. to be I mean, honest it happens to a lot of people it's, i think it's a, it's a natural thing it's, i think it's like something clicks in your brain that oh okay uh, i found a girl I can just yeah. relax now. Yeah. You've, lo- you've locked something down. It's like you you've done what you had to do. Mm-hmm. Now you can kind of take a step back and relax. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And but the thing is because I was so active um since my teenage years, uh I was into sports and fitness that 
years of experience and practice helped me keep the momentum going because mm-hmm. for the one year after my marriage I had no intention no m- motivation whatsoever to go hit the gym but because I've been doing it for so many years that discipline uh, kicked in mm-hmm. and I was able to push through it um Elliot Hills uh, if you know him yeah. uh, he says life comes in circles so your uh, motivations could be at the highest point but there's guarantee there'll be a point where it comes all the way down yeah. but the discipline you need to be disciplined and make sure you continue so you can reach back there so it comes a full circle mm-hmm. and uh, i felt that as well and now i am back to be honest like um, yeah. i i, I want to hit the gym i want to make new gains um i, I want to eat healthy and but that past one year it's been a struggle to be honest so th- that's why i recommend um like try to push all the young uh, men yeah. or the boys or teenage years to get active as soon as they can from the earliest age as possible because uh, 99% of the men they don't even hit the gym um until they're like fat and um, imagine that after um they're married and they're fat they try to hit the gym and they've never been to gym before never tried fitness before mm. they can't do it they can just do like a couple months And then just not even couple yeah, months yeah, yeah. yeah especially yeah. throwing some kids weeks. in there oh absolutely that makes even you know what i'm saying the time um the energy um so you mentioned your motivation dropped all the way to zero yeah. how did you get that back up then just from looking at your history or did you do something did you look at Jelia Hull's videos <laughs> what what was the snap where you realized that i need to fix up um like i said i think you just um even though i knew uh deep down that oh um i don't feel like going my motivations are low it's just like i said it's a discipline uh mm-hmm. for the pa- previous years which i've been at it helping me push through honestly man the motivation videos nothing worked nothing mm-hmm. I, i i like the motivation videos uh, never hit uh, never hit as they used to um yeah it, it it was a funny time but i think just the discipline the only answer is that discipline helped me push through that period of one year and uh, and yeah and we live in a era of millions of motivational videos you know and you see these kids like Andrew Tate David Goggins and all that uh, Joe Rogan um Mike Tyson's podcast uh, there's so much uh, content out yeah. there but uh, these kids consume it but in the end uh, they just watch it and then from they go back to doing what they're doing anyway yeah yeah, yeah. you you need that uh Uh, like a kick uh, inside you a spark inside you to do it you know no matter how much motivation videos you watch mm-hmm. uh, just to get a, de- a bit more deeper and personal you said you know while you were that that point in your life where you had zero motivation were was it a point in your life where you were just going through a hard time or was there a, was there a, a lot of other things going on in your life which led up to you having you know meeting that point where you had zero motivation to do anything nah it was just getting married i think that mm-hmm. just uh, something goes on in your brain that says something's locked down you just yeah. you can chill now wow. so just the um ab- ability to notice that acknowledge that thing mm-hmm. but still being able to push through that, that that's important because i immediately noticed that oh I'm getting too lazy. I'm getting those lazy uh, subconscious feeling that oh you don't need to do that. Right. No, you don't right. need to hit the yeah, gym. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, you're 
Is that in a voice? Yeah. <laughs> in a bitch voice yeah. in your head? Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 oh, you, you look fine. You don't yeah. need to do that. Oh, you really want to go out in the cold, walk 15 minutes to the gym, lift mm-hmm. that heavy weight? You don't need that. You look fine. Because, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you can always tell yourself out of it. Because especially if, you, if you're married, it's like, wh- what am I doing all this for? Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly, yeah. Like, the, no matter how fat I get about whatever, you think your partner's going to be happy because you're married now. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's but not the case, never unfortunately. The case. <laughs> never the case, unfortunately. Yeah, it's... Um, I've I've had so many friends who, who have gotten fat mm. after getting married. Yeah. And I, sometimes I've, I've seen them after, like, a few months, I wouldn't even recognize them. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Been, it's, and it's very um, common, unfortunately. And... Um, yeah, just uh, that's why, um, like a good friend of mine, um, he was in his late teens uh, and he's never been to the gym. Uh, and I was like, you need to start getting into habit now. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna get even yeah. more difficult as you get grow old. Uh, and when you start time for marriage, if you can't do it now, it's impossible to yeah, do it after marriage. Do it uh, one more thing I wanted to say was, um, uh, good company. Mm-hmm. men need you, you asked for three good things yes. which make a great man I think number four I would even say top three is like yeah. having good strong masculine friends Yeah, and uh, try to ha- like they should be more than your level uh, try to find like older uh, more accomplished men mm-hmm. so they push you you should never hang out with friends who are like uh, below you at least yeah. your level or uh, higher than you and 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 you get into those uh, f- friend circles when you have no ego in you, you understand there's yeah, no ego yeah, yeah. yeah because if you have ego it's really like oh i'm just better than him i'm yeah, uh, yeah. it doesn't allow you uh, to get into good friend friend circles when i was in india for my engineering um i i was i made some good friends uh i was uh, 20 years old i was hanging out with uh, 30 year old well established men uh, he, they would have like four or five kids they run their own business 12 hours a day and still manage to find two hours um, gym at gym, night gym. Yeah. Uh, 10 p.m. till 12 a.m. at night uh, and they have like kids at home they have uh, they have to get up uh, six o'clock in the morning go uh, go take care of the businesses they, they were like proper millionaires mm. right I, I was fortunate enough to be in, uh, go to the gym in a good part of town and I literally saw what work ethic was yeah. Um. Compared to like my previous gym, um, like there would be uncles and stuff. Be like, oh, uh, beta, you don't need to do it as much. You do, you're coming too frequently. You can just come here two days a week, uh, because he couldn't come uh, more than two days a week. So he would try to tell others and try to bring them yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are people that are doing shit in life. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Bullshit advice. Exactly. Exactly. They try to make you content. Like, don't try. You don't have to stress yourself. You don't have to, like, pressure yourself. Absolutely. They, they feel threatened because mm-hmm. uh, you are getting out of the box while they're stuck in the box. So they yeah. try to pull you back in. And uh, so when I went uh, changed my gym, these guys, man, they I think they honestly changed my life because mm-hmm. they set a, a standard so high. I was, I was able to see what a man can accomplish. He has four kids at home, this particular guy. And he's 12 hours on site. He has a, um, some business with a warehouse. And he would always be there six days a week, two hours at night. And he was the biggest guy in the gym as well. And natural. Uh, no steroids yeah, as well. Yeah, wow. And I was like, I want to be like you, man. Yeah. I, I like what you said earlier, try to hang around with people older than you. Is that because the experience of being through, they've been through all the silly yes. things you're going to go through at yes. the moment in your life? And you kind of learn from how they went through it. 
and the advice that they give you. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm not saying just hang out with men uh, uh, older than you. You can hang out with friends, but mm-hmm. they make sure that they are as um, motivated and want to achieve uh, something in life. Yeah. Um, but also make sure you have a couple of good friends who are older and um, so, so they can give you, guide you uh, to the right path and keep you on the right path. Because if you have like even one friend who is like, like the lazy, the, the yeah, druggy yeah. kind, he will pull you down. He... And it's so easy to fall, by the so, way. You know, absolutely. literally, Because it's it's easier to be lazy and to just watch movies all night and eat bad food than it is to work hard. Absolutely. So if you have a friend like that, for example, it's so easy for you to fall. He can even yeah. say something, say, oh, let's go for food today. And the next thing you know, you're like spending the whole day doing dumb shit. I know. Um, or you got friends that play video games all day. It's so easy to like fall into that category absolutely um, absolutely and you you know uh, the media says like oh don't judge uh, uh, don't judge people don't judge my past don't judge this that i think uh, that's silly because i think it's one of the best capabilities of human to judge mm-hmm. because that's how you how, how do you differentiate good from bad you judge don't you yes yeah uh, what what the media the at least one is like uh, like blurred lines between good and bad so like yeah. everyone is average and bad and uh, I think it's it's uh, Andrew Tate says this like uh, I have been so hard on myself, strict diet, strict workout, trying to stay like uh, fit, uh, sleepless nights uh, for my businesses and all that. Mm-hmm. Why the hell should I not judge the per- person I'm gonna hang out with? If I I judge myself so hard that mm-hmm. I've put th- myself through so much yeah, hard yeah, shit, yeah. why should I not judge the people around me? Of course I'm gonna judge them. Yeah. You think uh, judging other people is a way to like you're kind of seeing yourself in the mirror or someone that you used to be and you're kind of portraying that hatred towards yourself in a way, but you're actually talking about somebody else. Yeah. I can get in a position where I could be judging someone, which is quite bad, but I'm also looking at myself that I used to be doing that. And I'm just like, man, I can't believe I, I was like that. So I judge in a way of like saying... That used to be me, but then I realized after that I really should shut myself up because, you know, um, there'll come a time where this person might be, uh, find themselves and come back to the light, for example. Absolutely. Um, so in a way, like, you shouldn't judge people because their time could be coming a bit later because we've all been in a place where we were, like, proper losers. But, but, but you need yeah. to realize that not everyone is as lucky mm. because there is a reason only, like, less than 5% of men continue to hit the gym and um, maybe you could have escaped that it doesn't mean that he will but uh, what a good man will do is like if he sees someone uh, doing so, some bad yeah. stuff um, is going and trying to help him out and if that person uh, his he doesn't have um, high ego he would appreciate you giving advice so like to be a bigger man is like um, uh, obviously you escape something bad and like you try to um, t- like teach people to not do what you have done if you see people doing the same thing trying to say like oh i've been there man don't yeah having the courage to speak out and uh, try to teach and make other the community better uh, try to make people better that's what a big man does you know i want to ask you one more question um what has been the most painful period in your life <laughs> Oh, it's uh, that's 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 a interesting question. I, I would say um, 
uh, that th period of time which m made me uh, go from grow from a boy to a man uh, would be I think it was 2017 till 2019 and um, it, I was like uh, 20 till 22 years old that's when like um, my my dad like l lost his job and it, it's like I said uh, so much disrespected over there because uh, he my dad has the best CV I've ever seen on a man uh, the greatest CV very high accomplished but it was so sad to see him being disrespected over there and so he uh, he lost his job in Saudi Arabia and um because like he was my main funder i was in india i was doing my engineering and it just hit me i was like oh shit i don't have money anymore but he still uh managed somewhat to keep some money uh coming to me uh, i appreciate that a lot uh never let me felt the pinch but because me being a man i knew what he was going through um and because uh, I think it was like two years he struggled and uh, obviously uh, I struggled and that's when I realized that employment, um, working for someone mm -hmm. isn't the best. You need to make yourself something uh, and do something on your own uh, because your employment could just come to an end any day. They don't respect you. Uh, they're just like a tiny asset. Mm -hmm. uh, they could replace you in a second. So uh, those two years, uh, I realized uh, the value of a person uh, and like how much, um, uh, how important it is to like, you know, uh, make yourself something instead mm -hmm. of just relying on like a nine to five mm -hmm. throughout your life. And, and it also made me more responsible on money. Uh, I was very materialistic. Uh, my parents spoiled me uh, growing up with so much stuff. Uh, and this was a period of time like I had no money for the first time you see and no money to spend no no money to go out um, so it made me more responsible money and, and and since then yeah even when the times were good I I just wouldn't I, I wouldn't spend money on I, I realized like it's um, these materialistic things yeah it, it don't fulfill you you don't need it you can be as happy without them yeah. As as long as you invest in some good memories with your family, uh, like going out, having uh, dinner together, instead of like uh, expensive clothes, expensive watches, expensive shoes, I don't. After those two years, I've realized that um, you don't need money to be happy. Mm -hmm. You can, uh, and you don't need materialistic things. That after that, I think after that period, it, that, that's how um, I've grown. Uh, I don't spend anymore. I don't enjoy spending anymore. Uh, even though I could afford something nice, uh, I, I would get something. I, I wouldn't recommend, um, I would say it's the best thing that everyone should do it, but I think it's just me. Yeah. That um, if I could get something for £100, which is very good compared to something for £50, which is like average, I would get the £50 one because it just, I yeah, could get yeah. two of that. If, some, if, if it breaks down, I could yeah. get another one and it uh, plays the same role. And uh, like I would instead invest in um, like trips uh, if I can, or just just like uh, something which creates memories. You know, you don't need to spend big uh, to like live life and be happy yeah. and be satisfied. I think if you can learn to live with like something little, um, 
it goes a long way because if you, obviously if you get used to you know having things that are expensive living an expensive luxurious lifestyle then you can never step down absolutely oh, 100% that, that that's what i tell my wife as well actually that um I, i was raised spoiled my parents were kind enough to um give me whatever i wanted growing up what i i would just ask for something I would, they would give it to me and that's why you see when there was no money i was breaking down i was yeah. i was out mentally uh i like i was just being extra dramatic as well like like actually shaved my head uh yeah i was that dramatic i was like damn i can't deal with this i'm um, and I, that's when i like look back and realize like i was so mentally fragile mm-hmm. uh and i'm happy that happened because it made me grow yeah uh it also made me get into gym more uh get into uh, reading finance books motivational books Uh, and all that and i've educated myself i've used that time really well to uh, grow up so bad times does make a man but uh, only if he's smart enough to uh, acknowledge uh, what's what's wrong what what happened um and like how he could prevent it next time yeah that's very interesting um last question yeah <laughs> what is your end goal Because I know you mentioned the guy before that was doing all the businesses and four kids. Is that something that you want to aspire to be in the future, or is it you working towards that kind of um, goal that you see? Because you that person set the standard for you so high. I, I I would say I would be very happy if I end up in a position like him, um, like a um, lots of kids, a happy wife, a good business. You're self reliant on yourself. You're you're healthy. You're um, fit you look the best uh at your age um i think he was like like i think um uh, mid 30s and he was the biggest guy in the gym so it would definitely be a good um uh, good end point to be honest um and just carrying that same standard into your 60s uh um yeah and i would say obviously um Uh, be uh, uh, prioritize my deen yeah. as well uh, be religious and uh, the be charitable what my religion teaches you try to be the uh, good person islam teaches you to be the charitable the helping hand uh, in the society um and yeah be a source of motivation to young men uh, women and everyone around is there anything else you want to No, I think and with I think we pretty much covered everything I wanted to go through. Um, it was uh fun being here. Thank you for having no, me. Honestly, thank Sorry you for, for coming on. Obviously, it's been a long time since we even did a podcast, so this was quite <laughs> uh, did feel quite new to us as well because yeah. we've been out for so long. Um so yeah, it's been great. Um new setting, everything, everything's pretty much new even <laughs> rebranded so everything everything's like amazing new now so I, i wish you guys the best uh thank you for having me once again it's um I, honestly it's a good thing what you guys are doing uh it's very noble um uh, and for a noble cause um trying to motivate men uh trying to bring betterment to the society uh it's it's a noble cause i wish you guys the best Appreciate that, brother. Thank you for coming on. Um, coming on but yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for the next one. Peace. Peace.